0: hello and welcome to a new episode
1: of your favorite podcast the matcha diaries with your hosts cara and leo hello everybody
0: <laughs> we did it i feel like we're smashing this intro this was first try yeah that was good you know we're trying to be less um destructive I'm trying to At give you some consistency. Whenever you tune into your episodes, you know you're going to get a cringe <laughs> <laughs> intro. <laughs> Very cringe. It's what you expect. Exactly. But it's fine. You know this is what you're going to get. Should we give some context? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so as in like what we're doing right now. Yeah. The time, the vibe, the atmosphere. Ooh, the time, the vibe, the atmosphere. The time is currently 9.48am <laughs> for me and 8.48am for Kara. seeing as I am on Central European yes. Time. And Cara's on British time, yeah, don't know, BST. We are changing.
1: Um, and <laughs> The fact that we're in different time zones
0: stresses me out. No! It's already like caused some complications nice. when we've tried to ske- schedule things. I know. And I asked you, oh, can we call at this time? And you were like, oh, because I wanted to call before the book club call that we had. And you were like, do you do know that yeah. the book club call is at the time? And I was like, no. I meant this time. No. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: I I was just being dumb because you were like can we call at 6 your time and I was like uh there's a but uh, what what did I say oh at 7 and you were like yeah that's why i said 6 your time I was like oh shit i'm just being dumb um but yeah so you made sense i was i was just being
0: a bit It's cuz it's so confusing um but i'm very i'm getting used to like thinking in the different time zones cuz in my work i'm dealing with UK New York and L.A. at the moment. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so That's yeah, intense. it's an early morning episode. We're both sipping our coffees. We've chatted for like a solid half an hour before this recording, <laughs> which was very central as always. And we just wanted yeah. to make it like a cozy morning chat. And Cara, you had the idea for this episode, so I feel like you should give the context of what we're actually going to I mean, I was about. just
1: craving... Yeah, I was craving just answering some of the questions that you guys had um, around, I specified like romance, friendship, and then just like anything else if you wanted to. Um, Oh, my work laptop was like, girl, 10 minutes, (laughs) (laughs) you got to start working. (laughs) Damn. Anyways.
0: (laughs) uh, Watch this episode be more than 10 minutes long. Oh my God. Don't
1: tell my manager. (laughs) um but yeah we just craved answering some questions um because i always find uh the topics that you guys share with us really interesting yeah, it's and it's so always fun. It's, it's always nice to see like what other people like what what other experiences other people are going through yeah um and just trying to help each other and share our thoughts um obviously we're no experts but treat this as you're coming to a friend and you have some or a sister uh, and you just want to chat through some things that you're going through and we'll try our best to answer them. Yes.
0: Oh my God. We got the sweetest DM of this girl who said that she likes listening to us while she studies and she doesn't have older sisters and she feels like we're her older sisters. And I feel like that's yeah. like, so sweet. So if you're listening, hi. We're literally your big sisters. No, your internet big sisters. We're your big sisters. Um, so I thought that was so sweet. Um, and I'm excited for this as well. I mean, this is all happening on Instagram, so if you don't follow us on there, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, come on. We honestly we (laughs) post a lot on Instagram. Like we post a lot of updates, basically daily, of like what we're doing. Always about an episode, like getting input for most episodes, and it's also really interesting. I completely agree. I love like seeing like sometimes we do question boxes of like, oh, how are you doing right now, or what's on your mind and stuff. And it's so interesting because you see so many common themes, like you wouldn't think it as an individual putting, because I often also would like, you know, message something in someone else's question box. And yeah, actually seeing like all the responses we get, it's so interesting how so many people are dealing with exactly the same thing at the same time. And often there'll be like a pattern, yeah. like in a specific week weirdly people will be like dealing with the same issues like work stress or you find feeling like feeling down or <laughs> yeah it's so interesting yeah. so just fascinating we're all we're all just little human blobs at the end
1: of the day we're all more similar and we go through very similar things yeah
0: more than we think exactly so i love that's that's one thing yeah. that i do love social media for that is like giving you that insight true should we do highs and lows
1: yeah let's do some highs and lows before we get into the episode do you want to start Do you want to go first (laughs) you start fine i can start i actually have thought about these oh good i haven't um i'll give you some time to think about them um what should we start with we'll start with highs um in terms of highs for this week i actually had a really nice weekend um i went to birmingham which everyone's like oh (laughs) Is it nice? I don't know. <laughs> no, but I went to visit my sister because she's doing a PhD there. And um, honestly, it was just so nice. I went on the Thursday after work and I just stayed there till Sunday. And um, it was nice seeing her again. And I don't know, I just feel like my younger, like funny self when I'm with her, I just make more jokes and I can just be more silly. So it was just it felt like a very young, youthful weekend, but also dealing dealing with stress. Like she Yotta has a lot of stress. Um, around where she's gonna live and moving and stuff so it was nice to actually like be there and support her with those things as well so um yeah it was nice just like not well being away from Ed but not being alone yeah spend the weekend (laughs) with her um and then on Sunday as well we met up with one of her uni friends who actually lives and works in London and Yada was like oh I'll kind of I've met her before but it was kind of nice as a chance to see her again she actually listens to the podcast
0: as well no way that's so cool
1: um so it was nice to like meet up with her and um catch up and kind of like initiate oh you're in London too okay (laughs) let's start seeing each other so actually we're gonna meet up on Thursday after work
0: that's so cute oh my god I love this
1: yeah my sister was like seriously like you're stealing my friends okay thanks i was like please i just want to have someone to hang out with
0: (laughs) your location wise closer to her so you know that gives you some rights
1: true no my sister was just joking it's like um yeah that's what's nice about having a twin actually is like you especially when you are quite similar you can easily, I guess, like, meet people that you will connect with. Yeah. Because um, there's actually another one of her friends that I've been messaging as well. So, yeah, I was like, just take them. Take them all. <laughs> take all my friends.
0: Advice for um, making friends in your 20s. Have a twin.
1: Have a twin. <laughs> but, no, it was just a nice, really cute weekend. And I got her to... I rewatched half of the first season of Only Murders in the Building with her. Oh. Nice. Um, to kind of... And she's obsessed with it now. Like, she liked the first season as well. So... Yeah, it was just overall a very nice weekend. And then I came back on Sunday um, and I had to binge read The Fourth Wing <laughs> actually on the train back home. I don't know if I told you that that was when I finished no, it. It was right you didn't. before the book club call. I had like 100 pages left. I just read them on the train. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and then we came home and then we had the book club call, which also, if you didn't know, we have a book club. <laughs> um. It's on Patreon. You can find the link on our Instagram if you want it. Or in the description. Uh, want to join it? Or in the description, yes. Um, But that call as well was so wholesome yeah. as well. Because I think we've, we've gotten to know the people that join us on these calls a lot more. So it genuinely, usually it, it lasts like an hour, but this one lasted two hours. And it was genuinely just like talking about random things as well. It was more just like friends talking. So it was, yeah, it was just so cute. Made my night. And then... Yeah, overall, I just had a nice weekend. To be fair, um, so that was a high. In terms of lows, though, um, I don't know what's wrong with me this week. I'm just so tired, like genuinely exhausted. I don't know if it has to do with the weather, but it's not even that bad. The weather here, so I don't even know. But I've just (laughs) I've been having one of those weeks where I genuinely like struggling to wake up and like get out of bed, and I just like don't have the energy to do anything.
0: Yeah, what? I don't understand. Your cycle, are you in?
1: Mm, i actually should be i'm like pre-ovulation this oh. is supposed to be when i'm like enjoying life right Fuck. so i don't know <laughs> i don't know what's wrong with me i don't know i think maybe my body was just telling me that like i needed to maybe i was overthinking and stressed about a few things mm. and my body was probably like girl rest yourself a bit yeah so your mind definitely is such um i i yeah i was gonna say i do think it was my body's way of telling me that my mind was a bit exhausted Mm. um because I posted on our stories I think last week about like about me journaling because I was just like going through a lot in my mind and that is so true like I think even though I don't talk about it I keep getting like flashbacks or um I just keep remembering I think a lot of like what our family has gone through the past few months yeah and slash still going through and I think sometimes I'm like it was only a few months ago but it was so traumatic yeah. <laughs> um and i like i keep thinking about it during the day and then kind of like pushing it away so i think i i genuinely think this week i've just reached the point where i was like it's too much i'm tired also seeing my sister it actually brought up a lot of it because mm. we obviously um went through the same experience together um so yeah i think i just came back from that being a bit tired and being like oh you need to rest so that was my low
0: that's very understandable also social
1: media i'm not enjoying being on it right now we were talking about this before we called um it's it's a lot right now (laughs) we both kind of shared like what's been triggering us and mine was completely different completely
0: different because kara only shared that like she's she was like she's going on social (laughs) media for a bit because she was feeling triggered and i was like oh my god i'm feeling the same and shared my reasons and then Cars shared her reasons and I was like oh shit we're on very different pages here and mine is like so much more superficial and then Cara's that's like a really deep reason for it so I was like oh dame
1: I found your response funny when you're like oh uh, quite different to my re- to my reason <laughs> and then you like supported me which is very nice but yeah I found that funny when when you told me your reason I was like lol <laughs> so different but I mean your reasons are very valid too but yeah it was just funny because I thought you were gonna have this very similar reasons to me but clearly I'm like exposed to that more than you are anyways like we're being so discreet let's not get into it um but yeah it was funny uh so yeah what about you Leah what are your highs and lows have I given you enough time
0: to think yeah yeah I think I've got it And also, I can say what I was... Because that's probably going to be my low. What I was triggered by on social media. And then just think of, like, what else has been going on on social media. And then you can think about... Then we don't have to be discreet. We can just not say it, but they'll know. Okay. It's a guessing game. Anyways. Okay. I'll also start with my high. I feel like... It's really interesting. Because I think in last week's call... I was feeling, obviously, like... It was very new. This was, like, one weekend. now I'm two weeks in, you know. I'm such a seasoned veteran. Why does it
1: feel so much longer, though?
0: I know. It actually does. And to be fair, this is my third week now, technically. But, anyways, I think I was feeling, like, really... optimistic. Like, it was very much the honeymoon phase of, like, the first week, you know. And right after, I had a bit of a blip where I was just suddenly feeling, like, oh, my God, this is actually, like, harder than I thought, you know. I, I think it just hit me that, like, oh... I actually have to restart everything. You know, it's not just going to come overnight. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is kind of my low. I kind of did it the other way around. So that was kind of like, I had a bit of like <laughs> a low period. I was comparing myself a lot, especially like online. That's, that's basically what was triggering me on socials. And like, I feel like I just was seeing a lot of stuff. Can I
1: ask in what way? Was it like, was it people's lifestyles or was it what what type of comparison I honestly
0: don't if you don't mind yeah I think it was like obviously here like I'm still building like my life basically you know and like friends and everything like that so I think I was comparing that aspect and looks as well a little bit I think especially at the beginning of Amsterdam I think just like being confronted with like so many different people online is, like, sometimes a mm. bit of a mind fuck for me because I'm, like, I literally don't know what I look like. I don't know how to compare myself to all of these, like, extremely gorgeous individuals I see online without automatically seeing myself, like, downgrading myself or, like, viewing myself more negatively. Yeah. And so I think it was kind of a mix of, like, those two things. And I just think that even when I'm... Because I feel like I'm I'm mainly... I mean, I'm only on Our Match Diaries TikTok. Because I just refuse to engage with my own social media. Um, And, like, our feed is super wholesome. It's, like, a mix of book content and, you know, like, slow life. Like, it's all technically very wholesome. But I think even if you're consuming technically good content. And it's really weird. Because I just got, like, a little bit weirded out by the fact that there's like people posting about slow living and like we do the same we're like oh you know look away from your phone but then whilst you're doing it you're scrolling on TikTok like it's such a inherent yeah. juxtaposition of two things and yeah oh sorry my WhatsApp notifications I need to silence that um so I just <laughs> I feel like it I kind of didn't like that and also because I've been trying to post more on TikTok I think now even any content that I see is automatically also reminding me of content that I might want to post. And it's just like, I think overall it was just like kind of sucking me into like a negative spiral. So I really... I can imagine
1: as well when you're moving into a new space and then you're seeing all these like, oh, these content ideas, it can be hard to differentiate of when you eventually are like, oh, I kind of want to do this. Yeah. Is it because you want to post about it or is it because you genuinely genuinely
0: wanted to do it? I feel like I don't really have that struggle as much. Like I genuinely enjoy the activities that I'm either consuming, watching, or, like, actually doing. But, yeah, it was just, like, a weird... I was in a weird headspace for, like, a little bit, just after our call. Um, Yeah. For a couple of days and stuff. Um, And then... But I feel, like, recently, like, this... And this is my high. I feel like I had, like, a moment of realization. I've been starting to go to yoga a little bit more, or Pilates. Like, I've been doing class pass, like, trying out different stuff. And I basically just had, like, a bit of a realization... That I don't want to be living anyone else's life. Like, I am i don't want to be anyone else. So why do I then still take other people's lives or what I see on them as, like, a standard or comparing myself to them? Like, it literally doesn't make yeah. sense when you look at it that way, you know? So mm. I feel like I kind of needed a little bit of a wake-up call. I'm, like, still obviously, you know, it's not going to, like, heal itself overnight. Like, comparison on social media, I feel like, is a bit of a, an ongoing thing. But Mm -hmm. I feel like I just had a really good week. Like, I'm getting into my routine slowly. I started my new job, which has actually been really fun so far. And I'm developing a routine slowly, you know, where, like, I have my mornings. I've been going to, yeah, different, like, classes. Me and Marco went on a run together yesterday. Unheard of. Never done before. Oh, my God. And it's cute, because <laughs> me and Mark are doing so many firsts together, like, that we've never done... So, yeah, we went I on love. our first run together, we went on our first, like, double date with another couple we've met here on Monday, which was so sweet, and I've met, like, and I actually met her via Match Diaries, but I've met, like, such a, such a lovely girl, who we've met, like, a couple times now, and we went to see Hocus Pocus yesterday in the cinemas, because it was doing, like, a rerun of, like, the old one. It's here so in Amsterdam. cute. And... Yeah, that's definitely been a high. And also I've been reading a lot. Like, I've been been having a lot of still, like, slow, slow life. Yeah. Which I've been really enjoying. And also our book Club Call, I agree. It was so wholesome, And just, it was so funny. I think the first hour was, like, solidly about the book. And then the second hour, I swear we were just talking about, like, yeah, completely different. Like, series. Yeah. TV shows and movies and other books and fantasy genres or, like, I don't know, whatever else it was. Yeah. And it was so yeah. nice. And like you said, I feel like there's, like, a lot of familiar faces now on the calls where I feel like whenever I see those people on the calls, I'm like, oh, cute. You know, it's, like, our friends again. I know. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's Also, so it was nice. one of the first calls... It was one of the first calls in a while where, um people were talking over each other because Mm -hmm. they were so excited about the book and that's what I loved as well I was like genuinely
0: people were like excited to talk about it and share their thoughts and stuff so it was yeah it was just good vibes oh my god yeah that has to be an immediate recommendation if you haven't read fourth wing yet where have you been and go yeah buy it immediately also this is a perfect time to read the first part because the second part is coming out early November we were all pre-ordering it like on the call and we're really hoping that if you pre-order it there's a chance that you get the special edition with like the the pages being like I don't know spray painted in some way
1: so So. (laughs) yeah the lowest rating on that book was a four so if that says anything and we usually and people gave fives and we've
0: never done that someone gave a six out of five so so. rogue (laughs) True dedication to the book club from that gal. <laughs> one of the girls joined from like in the middle of her shift, and at like halfway through, she had to like turn her camera off and just listen. But she was like, she was too excited to talk she was about the working. book. <laughs> so cute. So I we love, we love a dedicated woman. Yeah. And you have to read that book. It's honestly one of, uh, if not the best fantasy book I have read since like Harry Potter, that kind of era. Stop now. I'm...
1: I'm now worried because I've just gotten into fantasy books. I feel like this is right after that call. I like ordered three fantasy books. And now I'm worried because I feel like I've just read like what Mm. you described is like the best book. So is it just going to be downhill from here? No, because also
0: you have ordered A Court of Thorns and Roses and all of Sarah J Mass series are absolutely iconic in a whole different way. Because there you get like a whole world to explore and there's so many books. So that almost... I know. That impacted me for longer and more than The Fourth one, just because it was only one book, you know? If there was a whole series already out, Mm -hmm. and there's supposed to be five, then I'm sure I'd feel differently. But as it was, like, it's the best, like, standalone fantasy book I have read in ages. But Sarah J Mass, I think A Court of Thorns and Roses is probably a good way to enter. And then A Throne of Glass series, which is probably my favorite out of the two, actually
1: really yeah but I and then isn't there another one after there is the crescent city um,
0: something with a c Yeah, which city, I've also yeah. read and I know that the third one is coming out at some point I think next year or early next year not I am obviously going to read every single book in that series because I love her writing yeah and I think the second book yeah. was a lot better than the first the first one didn't like hook me in as much but mm. I mean it's still Sarah J Maas so it's still gonna be better than 90% of other books gonna reach yeah <laughs> I'm, I've longer. officially entered book talk so <laughs>
1: Welcome. I am excited it's gonna <laughs>
0: I feel like I feel conflicted about like book talk and booktube because I really enjoy consuming certain creators but also I think sometimes they can make mm. you feel bad about certain opinions that you have about a book or like certain books you enjoy and yeah I don't true. I don't like that because
1: well I'm more on the side where it's like oh if you like the fourth wing mm. here's like other books and then they give recommendations it's more like that that's and then obviously s- I yeah. got I got into a court of what is it thorns and yeah. roses, whatever um and then they kind of gave me inside of like oh there's a, they might be as sp- like if you read this you should read like you said there's another whole like a whole multiverse yeah so it's just more like knowledge of like if you read this book it's not standalone there's a whole series that comes with it so it's more informative rather than opinionated
0: book talk. that's good that is good. Um, yeah. I'm very, very excited that I can speak to you about these books very nice. soon. Please. Nice. You'll have to update I have to the read podcast it. <laughs> about your thoughts about the fantasy genre. And yeah, that's also to say that if you don't think you like fantasy, then The Fourth Wing, you might still enjoy it because you said that you didn't read a lot of fantasy before. So, and a lot of other yeah, people on the call Because it either. wasn't...
1: I don't think the world was that hard to understand. Yeah. No. Like, there wasn't too much where you had to stress about it. So, yeah, it was honestly just so good. And, like, all the characters are likable in their own way. <laughs> are they? <laughs> not, not all of them, but, like, the main ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Violet, Zayden, those ones, not the mother. <laughs> we don't talk about the mother. This episode is brought to you by Shopify
0: must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey (sighs) well
1: that's why they're introducing an all-new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer they've changed so you don't have to download the new bumble now another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check
0: Okay, shall we jump into the questions?
1: Let's do it. Let me bring my questions out. Perfect. Because um, Leo cannot see this.
0: No, basically I'm I'm calling um, Cara on my phone and recording on my laptop because for some reason my laptop can't handle doing both at the same time. But cars can. So Cara has to look at the questions on her phone.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm like, do we start with a big one? I don't know. Okay, how about we start with this? How to deal with parents' disapproval slash judgment of
0: people that you date? Ooh, that's so interesting. Mm. I feel like this really depends on your parents because if you generally agree, like get on with your parents really well, align with their values, feel like they know you really well, then I think their sign of disapproval could actually be something that maybe you just haven't spotted yet, like a vibe about that person. True. Which I feel like... In the past, my parents, I think I really trust their judgment. And if they, you know, felt something really off with a friend of mine or a partner, then I would trust that. But on the other side, if there are certain things that, like, you don't align with your parents on and they might often have, like, a prejudiced opinion of some sort or, you know, be narrow-minded in some way or maybe you feel like they don't know you as well as they should, then also, you know, there's only limited then you shouldn't listen to that either and let that, that affect your opinion. Like go to your, I mean, your parents, their parents were against their marriage. Um, My yeah. parents, they, my grandparents were against their marriage. My grandparents, their parents were against their marriage. Like, I think it's also very common in a lot of scenarios because of certain prejudices, like religion mm. or background or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like if, if the reason they don't approve or are judging is because of, like, outdated ideas, then obviously... Don't let that affect your relationship. If it goes against what you believe in. um, And like, yeah, you shouldn't let something like that. Because eventually your parents will come around. Like, yeah. if they'll eventually, hopefully, they'll eventually trust that you made the right decision. And you made the decision that's best for you. Um, But same, if, if they have a little nudge and they're like, oh, I don't like how... If they, like, are honest with you and they're like, I don't like maybe how they... Talk to you this way, or they share their like honest opinions. I think take it, and doesn't mean you have to end your relationship with that person, but it just means you can have a bit of a uh keep it at the back of your mind. Yeah. Um. But then it's still in your right to make the like make the choices for yourself, and you'll learn as well what you want and what you don't want. But but tr- I usually think that parents, when they do say these things, it comes from a good place.
0: Yeah. In um, in the ideal case. Where your yeah. parents have your best interests at heart, which they should, but sometimes, yeah, again,
1: depends on your relationship with your parents, yeah. Um, it, yeah, but I, but in terms of like handling it, I think like just be honest with your parents and be like, I appreciate your views and that you have like you think these things, but I'll figure out like what's best for me. Like, you can just, I think just talking about it is good, um, and let them know that you're like, don't turn it into an argument or anything just be like i understand where you're coming from that you have these worries whatever but i'll make the decision that works best for me and i'll be careful and i yeah i'm not making this this decision lightly you know i feel like you can just communicate that like you respect that they have their opinions but it's your relationship and your life at the end of the day
0: this is also really interesting because it definitely depends on your age and your context because if you are a teenager or still living under the roof of your parents then obviously they're going to have a lot mm. more impact and they could potentially control or attempt to control like what you see yeah, or your time. And I think in that case, obviously mm. it's a lot more important that you do reach some sort of like peaceful conclusion or try to make them see your side and your perspective on it and your relationship or try to get to know your reasons for dating that person versus if you are yeah. older, not living with your parents, then I think there's a certain there's more distance you can put and obviously you can still you know proceed to live your life however you choose so I think it it very much depends on the context something that like because I had quite like I felt my parents were quite strict growing up and I had a lot of arguments with them and if you're anything like me sometimes I think family arguments can turn quite like explosive very quickly and I would get like very emotional and then that would mean that I couldn't actually get my point across that I wanted to make. And I was yeah. just emotional. And what helped me was I would sometimes just write a letter like on my laptop or handwritten explaining what I actually felt. And then I would like, I don't know. Yeah. I guess now you could email it to them or send it to them in via text. or, But I used to <laughs> just like put it under the door to my parents so then they could digest it in their own time. And it's not like people like screaming at each other or, you know. It's such a healthy way of doing this. It's not it's <laughs> not in a heated way, but you can actually...
1: And you would have had time to think about what you're saying exactly. instead of saying something that you'll regret. And exactly. then also vice versa. They have a
0: chance to respond in their own time. Yeah. And that's in the past had like the best results for me to convince my parents to let me do things that they didn't want to let me do. Um, <laughs> so I can recommend this procedure. Honestly, I feel like if I had kids, I would do
1: that, like encourage them that if they feel like strongly, like opinionated about something, a decision that I made, for them to communicate it in that way, because I do, I do think it can avoid a lot of like, yeah, stress and arguing. It's almost on the like spot yeah, treating reactive, it as an essay, reacted,
0: responsive. Yeah, exactly. Like argue your case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I feel like in most cases, your parents will appreciate it and see the thought that's went into it. And I think in most cases, parents True. just don't want you to go into things without thinking things through and that you might not True. be seeing the this full This gives picture. you an
1: opportunity to yeah. do that.
0: And yeah. that, oh, she's just not thinking about the consequences, all of this. And I think if you prove that you truly have, you're aware of the consequences, you're going into this, you know, with their thoughts on board and all of this. But yeah. yeah. All of this
1: so Okay. Uh next question. It's a bit <laughs> tricky. Go on. I don't I don't I don't know the answer to it,
0: but I like the question, so
1: <laughs> I oh, God. It anyways. It says, How do you know whether you actually like a guy romantically or you simply like the idea of them? Ooh. That's a good question. Because I feel like this can be so tricky. Yeah. Because I've been in situations before where I've like really liked maybe the attention they were giving me and mm-hmm. I've confused those to be like, Oh, I actually like the guy. Um I think you just have to get to know them and like maybe see them at their worst and be like do I still do I still want this person to be in my life and do I still want to be romantically involved even when they're showing you like it's like outside of like try find the outside of the honeymoon phase that early on so you're like is this actually just like I would like the attention or just i like what how they're making me feel rather than I actually like all that comes with the person
0: yeah I agree I feel like it's just time and experiences because I think the more you also date different people or date that specific person you'll learn to see like the signs or like certain gut feelings that you have I think it's really easy to like ignore those at the beginning like the first people you date so I also wouldn't be too hard on yourself if you feel like unsure about you know who if you feel xyz way And whether you actually like them or only like the attention. I think that's very, very normal. And I think there'll be probably people where, like, you like the idea of them so much. Especially if, like, you've had a crush on people for a long time. And I feel like this happens a lot in school specifically. Because you often don't know the person at all. But you have, like, such strong feelings for this idea that you've built up in your mind. And then, obviously, when you start dating them, you want to continue. Because, like, you have had a crush on this person for so long but then they yeah. they might turn out not to be the person that you had built up in their mind. Probably, I mean 80% of the time, they won't be. Yeah. So, I think also cut yourself some slack and I guess yeah, it just has to be time like what you said, you know, letting yourself actually see them for who they are and and try and take a step back from that image that you have created in your the mind. The love goggles. Yeah. The true the the crash goggles. So hard.
1: Yeah because i feel very lucky because with ed like i genuinely if i if i look back to why i liked him i genuinely think i like the idea, idea of him rather than him because mm-hmm. i genuinely didn't know him and the way he was acting when we first like got to know each other wasn't good like like wasn't the ideal romantic <laughs> you know partner so i think i liked the like what he represented yeah um but then luck- luckily enough, like, he actually ended up being decent, so yeah. <laughs> I feel very lucky. But it could have been that way where, like, a year later, I'm like, shit, I've been, like, throwing myself onto this guy because I've had this idea that he's X, Y, and Z, and now that I know what he's actually like, it's not, you, you can't, like, that, the crush goggles just go away and you're like, oh, actually, I didn't even like this guy. I, that's such thought, a, I
0: thought I would liked him. That's such I a didn't. good point, though. Because it's basically, like, at the beginning of any relationship you're going to go into, you don't actually know who the person is. So you are going based yeah. on like, the idea that you have of them. And then I guess over time, only, yeah, over time, you'll see whether this person, who will probably be different, like, I had the same with Marco. Mm. I thought he was so different to who he actually is at the beginning of our relationship. And then I think it's just like... yeah. In the cases where it's right, you'll learn that the person who they actually are is enough, like is even better, or just as good as like the idea that you had of them. Or in a yeah. lot of cases, they'll be different, and they won't make you feel. And I think at some point, like you just can't ignore those like inner that inner voice, which is like saying like, oh, it's not right. And I think, yeah, you have to trust your thoughts. Yeah, and I think it only it also takes it Im- yeah. No, you go. Now, I'm just going to say, I feel like it's, it also is practiced to actually listen and, like, identify that inner dialogue of, like, oh, this isn't right. Because I think at the beginning, it can be easy to, like, go on several dates or continue a certain conversation, at least, like, what I did. Because yeah. you don't know how to trust, like, you don't know how to see the signs yet, even though they're there. But again, it's yeah. just, like, everyone goes through it. So it's it's also completely normal. True. Well, Very Cara's true. smiling.
1: <laughs> I don't know why I'm smiling. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um. But we got another question uh, that says, how to stop putting unrealistic expectations on your significant other? And I actually love this question, too, because I feel like all of us that were, like, obsessed with rom-coms growing up mm. have om- have had such high expectations of, like, what we want in a partner or, like, how we want to be treated um and then i think when you get in the real world obviously those things still matter but you have to realize that there's like so many other factors that come into a relationship and sometimes you're going to have to be the one that like supports the other partner mm. um and i think sometimes when you when you get into relationships it can be can be easy to like forget that they're their own person and they have their own struggles and their feelings and sometimes they might not be able to support you in that moment, the way you want to be supported. And sometimes that can get in people's minds to be like, oh, shit, what's the point of having a partner if they can't do this, this and this? Um, and that can cause issues when the harsh reality is that sometimes they're not going to be able to support you the way you need to be supported in those moments because they're probably going through something as well. Yeah. Um, and it kind of needs... You need to, like, let go of those expectations. Um,
0: so I don't know how to do that, but <laughs> I think it's important. <laughs> That's so interesting, though. So, like, if you're talking about expectations... Because sometimes I think it's like, oh, are they unrealistic or are you just setting boundaries and standards where they should be, you know? Because I don't yeah. think certain yeah, standards yeah. are like unrealistic, but they're almost, they seem to be unrealistic nowadays where everyone seems to be treated like crap, you know? Yeah. And. I find that so funny nowadays when it's like, oh my God, he replied? That's <laughs> so nice. And it's like, well, that's just common decency, you know? Like he didn't ghost me. Wow. Or like he's not cheating on me. <laughs> those should be the basis of of the relationship that should be (laughs) literally yeah um so I feel like it's it's not bad for you to have certain expectations for your partner I do think it's important like what you were saying if you're setting expectations for someone you should also hold those same expectations for yourself in terms of like how you're treating them because I think that can also often be forgotten like it has to be a two-way street And I do feel like you deserve to feel like it's shown in a romantic book or a rom-com. Obviously, it's not going to always look like that. But I think I remember like watching rom-coms or reading books and it really set me up for like any single, like every dating experience that I had was a disappointment. Like it wasn't like the books. And I think at some point I just accepted that like, oh, that's just like how it's always going to be. But then I mm. think the feelings that I now have with Marco are like those feelings that I read about in books and, yeah. and heard about in yeah. movies. So I think the feelings aren't unrealistic yeah. and those are expectations that you should set for like yeah. your partner. I'm not saying like
1: settle for the worst yeah. because what we see in rom-coms isn't going to exist. Like obviously that's not the right way to view it to be like, oh, just settle for anything because it's not going <laughs> to... Movies are movies for a reason. Um... But it's more just like, like, getting yourself out of the bubble of like, it's always, it's always going to be perfect. And it's always gonna, he has to be this, this and this. And if he doesn't, he's not meeting my expectations. Because sometimes people make mistakes and don't handle situations well. And I think, like, proper relationships go through these struggles and conflicts, and then you make it out on the other side. So I think it's just being realistic in that sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. Because also, like, books and movies will often only show the beginning of a relationship versus... I mean, they show you... Be, they show before you get together. Yeah, exactly. And then you have to hope that they last. Because, <laughs> I mean, you were speaking... Cara did an episode with Ed, which I found really interesting. And it's called, like, After the Honeymoon Phase or something? Or what is it?
1: Yeah.
0: Something Honeymoon Phase. Um, yeah. I think this was, like, last... Was it last year? Beginning of this year? I think it was last year, probably. can recommend listening to that. Oh, you... what comes after the hu- oh, Honeymoon Phase. Yes. Uh, And I thought your guys' perspectives on that was really interesting because I definitely agree. I think there's a lot of things which just, like, aren't depicted in, like, normal media we consume but are so normal for longer-term couples. And I think it's just something that, like, you figure out as you go along. And, yeah, you can't have these expectations as to, like, that nothing will change or your partner will always behave perfectly or, you know. I think, like you said, there will always be phases... Of different things and both of you are gonna change so much over the years
1: yeah i think also it's like reminding yourself that you're not perfect and the situations where you expect them to give you grace for not being your top perfect self like you need to give them the same like grace that comes with it yeah i think that's like for me like how because the answer is like how to stop putting unrealistic expectations Mm -hmm. it's like reflect back on how you are as a partner and how you can you can give yourself kindness when you're not perfect and you have to just give the same to your partner.
0: I love that. That's very good advice, Kara.
1: We should always do morning episodes when I've just woken up because my <laughs> brain is... <laughs> on fire, She's popping out She's on fire. Um, okay, next question. Question master. That was good. That was good. Um, okay, I kind of like this question because I feel like it's funny. It says, how how to approach a guy? I mean, in real life. Or should I just wait for someone else to make the first move? Ooh i like this this because i'm probably the worst person to give this advice (laughs) because if i like properly have a crush on someone i get so nervous and i like don't know how to act in front of the person like i'm one of those people where if i'm not if i don't fancy you i'll be like the most confident person and i can like flirt with you but as soon as i genuinely have a crush on someone i turn into this like i forget how to talk (laughs) it's like kind of funny um so i can imagine it's hard like if i was still dating now I would, if I really genuinely fancied the guy, I would probably, I probably would be too scared to (laughs) go make the first move because I would probably just embarrass myself and not say proper things. So, yeah. But I think you should. This is very much a case of
0: like, do as we say, not as we do. Because I agree. I definitely. So my solution to this problem in the past used to be get drunk, and then I used to be super confident and go up to people, which is not the advice I would give. Um, I do not. I need to make it very clear wait, for legal purposes. Did you say all get smashed? Did you say
1: which? Is not the advice I wouldn't give. You're like oh. con- you're like <laughs> giving
0: direct. <laughs> oh no, you're confusing. No, not the know. advice I would give. Not the advice I oh, would okay. I would publicly advise for people. Maybe to I heard what I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I feel like I I was the same. Like uh, I don't know if I've ever approached someone just like in real life, completely yeah. sober, just because I thought they were cute. Have I like made? Purposeful eye contact with someone to make them come over, yes, (laughs) and that that also sometimes works. But I feel like it's almost like, ah, that's like a little bit boring, isn't it? So, so tip from Leo: make eye contact. (laughs) No, but something that because I feel like now if I was single, maybe I'd be doing it differently. Like I think again, it's like you just have to almost fake it till you make it. And something that I encouraged my friend to do the other day, or now it's a couple months ago, but that was so fun for everyone involved. There was this guy that we thought was really cute. And I think we spoke about this on one of the episodes. Basically, Mm. she ended up writing her number on, like, a piece of paper. And as we exited the restaurant, she, like, gave it to him. And it worked. Like, he messaged her. I mean, they never, like... It it didn't end up working out. But still, like, the premise of it, I think, is really good. And also a good solution if you don't actually want to speak to them. And, like, you're too nervous for that. But you want to still... Express your interest. Like, it's kind of a less socially anxiety-inducing way to go around the project subject. And also, I know of a different friend of ours who... And maybe he also mentioned this on the episode when he was on, Michael. He once approached a girl by... This was in the tube. And again, I think when he left... Oh, I like this story. Yeah, when he left the tube. I think he, he liked how she approached a certain like situation that that appeared in their tube context and he as he was <laughs> leaving he also dropped his number or his card in her book that she was reading, kind of thing. Yeah. Which again I feel like is also a very nice way for the other person to be approached because they can think about it. Like do I want to message this person? Like it's especially I feel like if you're a guy, probably a very unpressuring way. To approach someone. Yeah. Versus like just going up to someone and being like, hey, can I get your number? Which, you know, from... I think most females experience of being approached in that way can be really weird. And if it's happening in daylight, it's probably... Most of the time, it's like a creepy guy that's too old for you (laughs) that's doing that. Um, True. So I feel like that's always a good way. And less... Slightly less scary. Also, and if you're in a bar setting or something then I feel like you know it's less of less of a pressure-filled environment and you can you should just go up to someone or like what again sometimes that I something that I actually have done is like if you're if you see someone at the bar you can just also go to the bar you know get a drink at the same time doesn't even have to be alcoholic if you don't drink but then yeah. you can like strike up a conversation it instantly like puts you yeah yeah about something random that like you see at the bar like oh my god i'm waiting we've been waiting for a long time here you know it's just something random <laughs> this is not a good like that was not a good line to use but you get what i mean
1: oh my god he's like taking ages like fucking workers, <laughs> <Fox service> workers. <laughs> and he's like oh she's a bitch <laughs> i'm obviously not i know i do i not do like we're doing american
0: one of these bitchy
1: yeah why are we doing american that's so bad
0: we don't um, mean any offense
1: no i do i do to be honest what i would advise is like watch a bunch of rom-coms and like find all the like meet meet cute ways that they have met in a book and try like manifest that and like replicate it manifest i would do that just think about manifest it, it hun. I would do that. I
0: like that. Because you're
1: only going to create those in your own, like, don't, like, creepily fabricate it where you, like, somehow make him end up at the same bar. Like, where you don't <laughs> even know him, you found him online. Like, don't be creepy. Don't do, like, FBI agent shit, which a lot of girls do. But more just, like, take the, like, r- a moment that you think is cute, try replicate it. And then if it end up ends up not being cute, whatever. Yeah. You're never going to see them again. It's like, take inspiration. Yeah.
0: Positive inspiration. Yeah, take inspiration. Because I love, like, meet-cutes. And I would always think about what is the worst that could happen. Because in most cases, the worst that's going to happen is they say no. And it's, like, a little bit embarrassing. And then you're probably never going to see them again if it's, like, in real life on the streets. You know? Yeah. Or
1: they'll say they are in a relationship. And then you're like, okay, sorry to bother. But then also think of it, you've probably made that guy's day. Because he's like, oh, wow, someone approached me. And, like, I feel like either either way like if it doesn't end up how you wanted you at least know that you've probably made someone's day because you've like That's so gone true. out of your way to like spark an interest or like show that you you, you find them attractive you want to yeah. uh, go out get a coffee or whatever and like you did something it's always just gonna make someone's day better
0: yeah and you did something to push yourself out of your comfort zone which that in itself is also a win and facts also so it's be- a win-win it's, it's not a lose-lose exactly there's ever there's yeah i feel like it's always good to think about like what's the worst case scenario and if the worst case scenario really isn't bad like it's still a win then why not do it why not do it i feel like
1: we just cracked like girl math code <laughs> that is girl math
0: it's a win-win. That is girl
1: math there's there's win-win <laughs> like <laughs> there's no other way to be. you can situation. see it as an
0: act of feminism also taking the power back <laughs> take the power back Love so it. many wins to be made you know yeah
1: wow I feel empowered now <laughs> are you gonna go out and ask someone for a date And who I don't know message <laughs> someone on Slack no message <laughs> someone on my work Slack like hi do
0: you wanna grab a coffee
1: in the office on Thursday
0: platonically <laughs> <laughs> you could start doing that as a friend like just dropping dropping your number and just. Re- <laughs> if you see them in a bookstore and you see them reading a book that you like be like oh my god I've read this it's really good yeah.
1: Oh my god, can I share? I, I posted this on Instagram, but I had someone DM me. <laughs> oh my god,
0: this is so funny.
1: Whatever you do, don't so do this. It's so funny.
0: Or maybe you don't do Don't do this, but
1: kind of funny. So, some random guy reached out to me and he was like, hey, have you seen the fake Insta profile using your photos pretending to be you? And, like, not to be, like, cocky or anything, but I gen- genuinely thought, like, maybe because of the matcha diaries and us being a bit more online, maybe someone would do that. Like, I don't know. I was panicking a little bit. So, I replied back being like, no what's the profile can you share it for me to see and then he proceeds to share me the nasa like instagram page and then he says because you're out of this world i proceed to read and ignore unfortunately and then and then there's more leo i didn't tell you this there's more yeah and then how much later i think two hours later he messages oh actually more girl maths is not working like six hours later <laughs> he messages and he sa- he sends me a meme that's like someone putting a clown face on and it says i'm just gonna text her again haha <laughs> she probably just forgot to respond oh my
0: god Bless him, he's kind of funny
1: so at this point i was like okay damn that's kind of funny so i felt bad and also ed was next to me and ed was reading all these messages don't worry i'm not hiding anything so <laughs> So I replied back saying, not gonna lie, I screenshot the first message for my friends so they can take notes. (laughs) (laughs) And then I said, I appreciate the message, but don't think my boyfriend liked it so much. As a joke. And then this is where it all goes downhill. He replies back saying, damn, he kind of insecure, huh? Surely game recognizes game. I read and ignored. I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm done feeding
0: the situation. Oh
1: my god, so, that's so...
0: Do you have any mutuals with this person, or is he, like, a complete randomer?
1: No, some random guy.
0: That is so curious. Which is why,
1: I'm like, how did you find my profile?
0: That is so curious. Obviously, obviously
1: you didn't go to NASA and see my face, because it's not... <laughs> so, like, oh no, I don't know how you found tagged. Me. So, I don't know. But he's, like, private, and I haven't followed back, so I'm like, I don't even give a shit. But anyways, it was kind of funny. That is hilarious.
0: Yes, so, I love that.
1: There's no harm sometimes, like, putting yourself out there. As long as you don't then insult the person's partner. <laughs>
0: don't do that. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people actually are meeting through Instagram nowadays in, in the modern times. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. No, but you shouldn't um, use that line. Because I've seen that but before. But the damn,
1: he kind of insecure, huh?
0: Oh, What, the out of this world one? I've seen the NASA thing before, yeah. So he definitely got it off some meme or something. Yeah. So I still appreciate it. But don't do I fell for
1: it. Huh? You know what though? I found I th- I fell for it in the sense of like stressing because I was like, fuck, someone's catfishing someone and they're using my photos. Um but I found the second message funnier actually. Like the fact that he was like, I'm yeah. just gonna send this because she probably just forgot to respond. <laughs> like I genuinely found that funny. So yeah. if he ended up not being creepy after, I would have been like, Oh, that's kinda funny. And if I was single. Anyways. Um so that's I don't know why I mentioned that story, but it's funny. I love that. <laughs> this
0: is as far as you'll get dating updates from us. Yeah, that's the spicy level in my life. Um, I enjoyed that. And the, the only funny thing in is, is DMs like, people ask me to be their sugar baby. Like yeah, and that's not very exciting.
1: And they're always like weird fishermen.
0: <laughs> you know what I don't understand? I understand it's all scams and it's all fakes, but I'm like. How are, like, how does the scam work? You know? Like, what are they gonna do? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna do a final question because we don't have much time because work is beginning. Um, But we got a question about our favorite drinks order, which I feel like is a cute and fun one to end on. And mine was actually a very recent one. Like, up to this point, it was always an oat flat white and would still recommend that. But... More recently, when I went to Berlin, I met up with a friend of mine who, I mean, up to this point, like I, I knew her from uni, but we'd never like properly met and chatted. So this was like the first time. And she introduced me to dirty chais. And if you don't know, because we, I posted about this on Instagram and someone asked, like, what is the difference between a chai and a dirty chai? If you didn't know, dirty chai is basically chai with an espresso shot in it. So there's coffee in it as well. And I get it with oat milk. Ooh. I need to preface that obviously if you've had proper chai, like Indian chai, um, which I know that also chai just means tea basically, but yeah, <laughs> then it's like, comp- I mean, you can't compare it to like a Western chai that you get here. Like it's their world apart and you almost just have to see them as separate drinks yeah. because... The proper chai, like, for example, my housemate used to make for me is genuinely heaven on earth. Like, the most comforting drink I have ever drank. But... So good. I am also really enjoying these spicy milk versions. Or, like, the, I guess, I mean... Yeah, I'm really enjoying this drink as well, here in Amsterdam specifically. Because I can't find to... I can't seem to find, like, really good coffee shops that make, like, fat whites that I enjoy. So, dirty oat chais has been a very... Good go to and it's very autumnal. Yummy. I feel like I spent too much time explaining this. Like there was no need.
1: No, I love that. You didn't say um I was I, I was expecting you to say a pumpkin spice latte. Oh, to be fair, um,
0: I have only seen those at Starbucks and I do actually enjoy the Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes, although I have a specific order. So Do you? To not make it too sweet. What is it? Mm. I and I also like soy milk, weirdly, with Starbucks. I don't like their oat milk, and I don't like soy milk with any other coffee shop, but for Starbucks, I think it somehow it interacts really you well like. with their espresso blend, and I feel like it tastes really yummy and sweet and cozy. Okay. And again, I got this recommendation of like a colleague years ago, like over four years ago, and I have stuck to it ever since. So I would get, if I get a pumpkin spice latte, I would get it with soy milk and only one pump of the syrup. Because in the normal version, they put okay. three pumps in. Which, for me, is, like, too sweet. And I don't like sweet drinks. So, I guess you knowing your own level of, like, how much sweet you enjoy. Like, Car, I think you like sweet drinks a lot more than I do. So, mm-hmm. I guess, off the base of that, you can, like, tailor it. Yeah. So, my... my le- Which That's is my... still very sweet, I think. One pump. But I feel like then you get, like, the pumpkin mm-hmm. level, but it's not, like, super sickening. Too much. So, that would be yeah. the advice. Do you feel, like, a complete douchebag ordering it yes you do <laughs> hi can i have a pumpkin <laughs> oh it's terrible latte with a wump the other day i ordered a decaf as well and then it's like could i have a decaf pumpkin it's- spice latte with soy milk oh and only one pump of syrup please. it's you know what the word like
1: makes me feel cringe so it's like the pump yeah like can i have one pump it's like <laughs> uh, what do you what
0: pump are you no stop it that. reminds you of like you the, pump the of girls anything. in the movies who are always like oh only i don't know one pump of Sugar free, no yeah. whipped cream, whatever. <laughs> no whipped cream, please. Yeah.
1: Um, my answer is gonna be much shorter than that. Go <laughs> on with yours. For me, it's it, it. My current coffee order is your OG coffee mm. order, which is I've been into oat flat whites here so they're classic just good classic i'm i used to like sweet coffee Mm. which is why leo said that but i've been trying to go against it and you know when you have like a week of not having sweet coffee Mm. then you go back to having it it doesn't taste good Mm. so yeah i'm trying to get away from the sweetness the sweeties that is me the sweeties (laughs) i'm trying to be healthier (laughs) that's so interesting um so just classic Oat flat white is good, or just an oat latte as well. Yeah, it's
0: classic. Again, it depends on like whether you really like the coffee or not. Because someone, please tell yeah. me, really good coffee shops in Amsterdam. But even the ones that have been recommended to me, I had the same problem in Berlin. Like I just even the coffee shops that were re- recommended to me, I just didn't really enjoy their coffee. I don't know if they have been really yeah. spoiled by like specific London coffee shops. Good coffee. You've been spoiled by the place that's next to you. Yeah, to be it's fair, that's so always good. Like my London coffee there. shop which is literally insane yeah. if you're ever in like the islington area you have to go there it's called le peche mignon it's so good and i definitely pronounce it wrong by the way please french people i am fully aware and you do not call it <laughs> le Pêche don't mignon. call me out i think I, i'm not even gonna try <laughs> pronounce it the right way but anyways i i yeah. haven't an, and also like obviously if you go to like Italy, it's really good coffee, but then it's also different. You don't get like your oh flat whites, which I do miss. Yeah. So, haven't found like a really True. good coffee coffee spot here. yet Hmm. That will take time, though. Also, I, I'm now scared, and I always just order tries. So.
1: <laughs> so scary! Oh my
0: god. <laughs> you know what? Having a bad coffee is upsetting
1: no it is it is it actually is especially if you're looking forward to it and then you like are waiting yeah. all morning for it and then you have it and you're just like this did not it didn't hit the
0: spot and they cost no. like five euros nowadays <laughs> yeah that's a lot of money <laughs> No, that for something that money. you don't enjoy that much like it's your little treat during the day. so yeah you got to make sure True. that it's that it's nice True. girl math
1: right i'm getting bombarded with work messages
0: <laughs> okay Fine. we should probably finish this off then shouldn't
1: we we should this was a cute episode I honestly had so much fun talking about this with Leo me too it woke me up I feel like I'm ready to start the day honestly podcasting is the
0: best way to start your day can recommend
1: it is I guess it's just yeah, like I chatting to a friend start a podcast in the
0: morning you know yeah and it's just
1: like it's like good good conversations yeah. you start with your mind like yeah. you've stimulated your mind you're just ready ready for the day so but yeah I really enjoy this and we actually got a lot of other questions I feel like we focus this a lot on like relationships so we can always do another episode answering
0: the other questions that we got let's do it and if you've listened um, to this and you still want to submit something then just go onto our Instagram and you can always DM us it as well if the story isn't up anymore and you can yeah. maybe just like put advice question at the beginning of the DM so we see it and we know to open it before we record the next yes. one Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Hope you're all having a lovely day and week when you're listening to this, and remind yourself to be kind to yourself and coined Be kind. Maybe treat yourself to a hot drink, and if you try one of our recommendations, then let us know, please. Send us a pic. Send us a pic. <laughs> We'd love to see it. Terrific. Okay. Okay. Love you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Speak to you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.